Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to say Happy New Year to all of our listeners, our wonderful, loyal listeners to the Black Man Every Podcast. We truly appreciate you. Yes. Yes. And we're excited to, you know, jump off the new year right, Shire. You know, before we get started, how are you feeling about 2020, Shire? What, what's, your, what's your vibe on it? I feel good about it. You know, I've been on vacation yes. these last two weeks in... I have been resting. Yeah. I feel well rested. And the one thing that I didn't do that I typically do is make goals. So I feel like I'm a little late to that. Yeah. Um, but I will definitely be spending some time thinking and reflecting on what I want this year to look like. Absolutely. And we encourage you all to do the same. Uh, you know, we had a good 2019, but I am looking forward to 2020 and super excited about what we have going on uh, personally and for Black Married and Death Free. So yes, we're going to dive right into this week's podcast and we're going to be talking about an interesting topic. Now, Shire, we always, uh, you know, are sharing about ways that people can cut back and save money. And we think that that's very important, but we've developed and kind of curated a philosophy that it's part budgeting, saving money, and it's part earning money. But what we're going to do, we're going to read some stories from real people who have gone to extreme measures to cut back and to save. And Shire, we're going to just talk between me and you to say, are they doing too much uh, or is that uh, a good idea? So Shire, I'm going to have you just read them off live and you're going to get my real raw reaction. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So this came up because Marcus and I were talking and... Marcus came across someone who said that they were willing to live with roaches to save on their housing costs so that they could save money. And I was just like, that is just something that I personally am not willing to do. And so I start thinking, well, I wonder what other extreme measures have people gone to to save money so that they could pay off debt or achieve their financial goal. And I know that we've made some sacrifices, but I believe that there are just some things that in some conditions that yeah. we just are not willing to, to tolerate. Absolutely. Or, you know, maybe tolerate is not the right word, but Yeah, I mean I think sacrifice is is important and it's something that's just a part of filling your financial goals. I mean, we all will make sacrifices. But there's just some things that I'm not budging on. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So <laughs> So I came across an article that had all these different stories. And so 
I sent Marcus the link to read the stories, but I don't don't think you ever did. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we will be getting your reaction. So, uh, one person says that they fast. So, they incorporated fasting and combined macro-rich, dense foods, so basically healthy foods, into one to two meals a day to save money at the store. You know, I think that's good. I think that's cool that... That one's interesting, uh, but I can see that one because one, you're you're becoming more healthy. I mean, maybe this person needed to lose a couple pounds. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think fasting in in general has benefits. Yeah, I and I'll just leave it at that because I am not a medical professional. But Shari, can you can you give us some of your uh, knowledge as a uh, degree dietitian and uh, kind of let us in the whole intermediate intermittent fasting thing is kind of a new. Is the new Atkins diet, if you will. What, what, how does that does that help, Shire? What, what, what do you know about that? Marcus, I'm not a registered dietitian. Okay. I do have a degree in nutrition. Absolutely. But I'm not a registered dietitian. Um, but I can't talk about intermittent fasting. I wasn't prepared to talk about that today. But as I said, I, I think fasting does have some benefits. No benefits. So what do you think about it as a means to saving money? What, what's your thoughts on it, Shire? I think that... Well, I think that fasting has maybe some spiritual mm-hmm. benefits if you're if you're purposely making a sacrifice right. of food and for many of us that is a sacrifice yeah. to be introspective to reflect to pray um but i'm just not gonna sit around and be hungry because yeah. I, I i don't know that's a tough one that's a tough one but that that one you know it's not too too not too radical it's pretty radical but, but. i think you can tie it in with your financial goal yeah. you know because we fast, you know, right. we fast. And a lot of people will start the year off with a fast. Right, right. you got your Daniel fast that's really going on right now in the uh, Christian uh, Christian community. So Yeah, yeah so absolutely. maybe if you tie it in. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not going to be hungry to be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you got? What else you got? <laughs> okay, so someone says that they water down box juices. So I have watered down the box juices to make them last longer. While my family slept, I swapped out the branded cereal for no brand cereal. I just dropped it into the old box so they wouldn't know. I am not ashamed, end quote. Now this I love. And we all family. I mean, some of us grew up doing this just on a rig anyway. Doing what? Watering down juices. Hey, some of us use water in our cereal when we didn't have milk. Oh, stop. (laughs) But, you know, these are just adaptive traits that I think some of us in the African-American community are somewhat familiar with. So these don't really slap me in the face. Watering down your juices. Hey, like Chris Rock said, we add water to everything. We add water to to Robitussin. uh, Oh, stop. (laughs) We add it to soap, you know, so to do this as a means of, uh, you know, controlling your spending, you know, this one one doesn't doesn't slap me in the face too too crazy. Well, my thoughts are, is that box juices in general are expensive. So if I'm going to buy box juices for my kids, when I think of box juices, I think like... Juice boxes. Juice boxes. So if you're trying to save money, maybe you can cut out box juices altogether because... It's not, they're expensive. I like and you that. can get a maybe a larger thing of juice. I add water to my kids' juice if they're if they're drinking juice just to 
um, reduce the sugar content mm-hmm. because juices have a lot of sugar. Shall and I then, the, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying while we're on the juice thing, my my philosophy on drinking in general is we could sit, we all could live off water. Water. Why do we need the sugary juices other than they just taste good? You know, I get that. You don't need it. Yeah, but you technically, you know, should probably drink more water anyway. But go ahead. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. I mean, so and then if you're if they're box juices, do you know how small that hole is? Put that little tiny straw in there. <laughs> she was how, doing performance surgery. But how can he, you clean it? Like the juice, you know, if it's sitting out at room temperature and you're yeah. reu- like, I, those are not reusable pouches. So I'm not sure if that's what that person meant. But if it's as if it's a juice with a small hole for a small straw, I'm not reusing that. Yeah, no. I don't even think that's sanitary. Just give them a cup, yeah. put some water in it. And if you want some fruity flavor, put, you know, do some infused water with some go. fruit. It's healthier and very inexpensive. Yeah. So I'm not washing out juice boxes. Yeah. Um, what was the second part? The second part was swapping out the cereal. I know. I like that because, you know, if I, it's I, generic, it's just generic. If you don't want it, like. But sometimes you have to trick your kids because, you know, you know, kids, man, kids love with the, those fruity loop, they love the colors. You and, love fruit loops. You know what I'm saying? They love the colors on the box, the artwork on the box. Some, yeah, I do like fruit loops. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, hey, I think that's a good idea. Switch, put the bag, you know, you know that cereal that's at the bottom of the shelf? You know that bag cereal that we don't even look at? I don't care how broke I've been. I've never, or my family has never bought the bag cereal. I just thought about that. But I can see replacing the contents in the the name brand cereal with the bag cereal and tricking your kids. I think that's really cool. Especially if you got teenage kids, you know what I'm saying? Because it tastes the same. Yeah, our kids are not that picky because they're still young. They don't know the difference. Yeah. I mean, they do know some brands. Um I think as they get older too though. As they get older then maybe but become more picky. But if you don't like the cereal that I'm purchasing you could go buy your own cereal. And let's just talk about cereal for, <laughs> for a moment. I mean, I was raised on Frosted Flakes. If mm. I ever, never eat another Kellogg's Frosted Flake, it'll be too soon. Marcus, but as soon as you said Frosted Ooh. Flakes, somebody's mouth started watering. Thinking about them Frosted Flakes. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so someone says that um, we stopped using paper towels completely. While this seemed like an easy way to save $400, it was a constant embarrassment to friends and family who visited and asked, where do we keep the paper towels? Um, Then they started visiting and bringing their own. Mm. So all these years later, we're out of debt. We have tons of paper towels and people still bring paper towels, end quote. See, I like that because they went through a struggle for it, or not a struggle, but they went through a sacrifice for a period of time. Now that they're debt free, they could buy they could buy up Costco. You know, let me get all the paper towels y'all got on the shelf, and I think that that's really cool. Um, maybe I would I would have probably kept one or two on hand for the for company. You know, that's just me. But 
I can't knock that idea. What, what do you think about that one? Well, I think paper towels are very expensive. Very. I love paper towels, and honestly, I probably use more than I should. But I agree with having some on hand for guests because you can get like a pack of that from the dollar store. Right. You can scrape that up. Right. But a very frugal idea. I mean, there's suffering that folks have to go through. Mm-hmm. You're having a tough situation. You're suffering. And then there's like, I'm just going to impose this on myself. And, right. You know, I don't, you know. Self. Uh, self-imposed it? suffering. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I don't. It's about kind of finding that balance. I yeah. Guess. So another uh, way that someone chose to save money was to dumpster dive for free food. We don't do that over here. Yeah. But anywho, dumpster diving um, is when you go to various dumpsters and you're looking for a treasure. Rummaging. Rummaging. That's to me. That's. I don't know. That that may be a bit extreme uh, for me. I feel like if there's there are people who have to do that because yeah. they have to, and right. if you don't have to do that, then that's that's yeah. Uh, like I don't you don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think that may be a bit more extreme extreme than I'm willing to go. <laughs> but like how you said, uh, circumstances to to impose that upon yourself, I think is a bit is a bit much to save money. There, we live in California, and child, we always talk about how crazy homelessness is and it's it's, just, it's bad it's getting worse i feel what is it a quarter of the united states homelessness is it right here in california is it a third yes. or something crazy it's a fourth a and fourth. and a new statistic came out from hud recently saying that homelessness has grown in california over 16 percent in the last year so there are so many people who don't have and so for you to just be digging it i don't know yeah. i couldn't do it yeah it's like uh not to make light of it, but uh, uh, Eddie Murphy had a funny quote about people who go camping. And it's like, I wonder how homeless people feel about people going camping. It's like, y'all just out here playing, huh? Oh I do this goodness. for real. And y'all, I didn't see y'all that sit up bit. here playing. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, yeah, it's getting bad. It's getting bad. And, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't play around with the digging in the dumpster thing. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a kind of a bad uh bad omen to me and it i think it might be illegal too might be depending on where you're at right you know um so that's interesting if that's if that's you then do your thing yeah okay so another one is move your whole family into your parents spare bedroom so uh someone says i and my entire family six of us wow slept on the floor of my parents' spare room for a year to build our house for cash, end quote. I have to say, I really like this one. I really like this one. Um, it, it, for full disclosure, in my in, in what I've seen, Shire, the African-American community doesn't do a lot of the move back in with the parents. Mm-mm. Right? Can, can, can we agree to that? Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. I kind of want to change that narrative with my, with my kids, especially when you're doing that for a reason like you know wanting to save cash for a home i think that that's an awesome reason and god bless those parents that would you know allow their kids to bring you know come back in the home with their family for a period of time you know what i'm saying not forever but i think that's cool i really like that we think about that shire well um they had an exit plan we had an exit plan. they had an exit plan yes so we tell that story we had some uh <laughs> Uh, one of our 
old pastors. Um, they had a child move back home with them, and they were just sharing that with us. And they brought up the the term exit plan. Yeah, we kind of so, looked at each other like, hmm, hmm I, I like that. Yeah, I've never heard that yeah. term used quite like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you're going to come here, but you are going to have a plan to right. regroup. You know, this particular person, they had a home that was being built. And so definitely, I think that's a, a good thing. Uh, yeah. We don't see a lot of open doors. Uh, yeah. In the black community, it's kind of like, you're, you're a bird. Yeah. I've taught you to fly. So just get out there. But it's hard. Yeah. It, it really is a difficult. Different, a different era now. You know what I mean? It is different. And, you know, Marcus and I, we recently moved. And, you know, my mom, she said, well, y'all need to yeah. stay here. You can come home right. if you want to. And, you know, just having a, a parent our parents who are willing to you know not not to reparent you but mm-hmm. who are you know willing to say you can come back if you need to right. oh I appreciate that yeah, it's absolutely. much appreciated and I feel that we'll be open to that yeah. with our children come as on, well man, y'all can stay. Come on. but we're going to teach you how to fly yeah, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not going to baby you we're not going to baby you yeah. yeah I think that's good so and, I, get, I, I think you got some some extreme ones too coming up right some pretty there's one that was like, uh, I remember we were mentioning it this morning. I was like, I don't know if I would do that one. Oh, yeah. We're probably, <laughs> we're not going to stay on this one. Okay. And if you're eating, turn it off. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, okay. skip the next 30 seconds. What I said was someone wrote, if it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. <laughs> I don't know about that one. You might need to cut this part out. So we letting the, 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 the number one stay in the bowl. Mm-mm, I can't do the ring. See, yeah, so I like to keep it clean ring. house. So, and and ladies, y'all, you all's restrooms may be totally different, but the fellas, we be having some that number one. Can smell, drink some, can smell better, as bad as the number listen, two. Sometimes. You better drink some water. What we was talking about earlier. Yeah. you better drink some water. Yeah, I don't like that one. Uh, I think I saw something like that, like on a on a, on a stream saver shows. One yes, time. yes, and I thought that was. That was a bit extreme. Uh, for my okay. Um, so because I mean, I'm sorry. In no, reality, go ahead. How much money are you saving with the flushing? I mean, I haven't really done the numbers on it, but it can't be that much money you're saving on the flush. I don't know how much it costs to flush the toilet. Yeah. But I will say that there are probably other ways to save money. Exactly. Because that, from, that's for the me, flushing is very list. important. Right. Totally agree. Yes. Okay. So um, someone writes, uh, use a hot water bottle for heat. So uh, they they wrote, when I was paying my mortgage off, I'd like to make sure I didn't waste a single penny. So for example, when my little boy went to bed um, and I was a single parent at the time, I turn off the heating, go to bed myself with a hot water bottle and sit and read under a single lamp. Hmm. Doesn't seem extreme to me. Seems completely sensible, and I'm very happy. And I have very happy memories of reading loads during this period. Um, bonus is I was able to pay off my mortgage in five years. Hey. So they're using a hot water bottle for heat. So I'm trying to understand that a little bit, Shar. Is she nestling up with the water with the hot water bottle, or is she spritzing the hot water? No, bottle? they're not. Like, how, what is the use of the water bottle? What do you think? Well, they just said they went to bed with the hot water bottle, but someone else wrote that, that they would put it on their feet. No, that's what I'm thinking. Probably 
putting it, you know, maybe putting warming the back of their neck with it or, you know, those areas that'll get the body warmer under the, under the, under the arm. I don't know, something. So, I mean, all all things aside, it's just turning the heat off. And I, and I guess it depends on what part of the country you live in too, because, you know, we're here in California, it gets cold, but it doesn't get like freezing cold where, where we're located. So maybe you can, you know, turn off the air. I don't think that that, that's something I would be willing to do, mm-hmm. but it's partly because of our location. And, and Shara, something that just kind of jumped out at me when you read that one was the result. And I think yes, that that's a big, you know, that has a big part. Excuse me. I think that plays a big part in this is that if you pay off your house in five years and you did something crazy to do it, more power to you. Yes, or if you're sleep, you know, staying with your parents, sleeping mm-hmm. on the floor, so that you can have a home built. There's an end goal, right? Whereas some of these is just like, I just don't flush the toilet. I'm saving money yeah. for what purpose? Exactly. So, you know, I think that it's important to go through life with purpose, with intentionality, not just saying I'm going to save ten dollars. You know, when I go to the store today, well, what are you going to do with that ten dollars? Right. Is it going to be absorbed into a fast food? meal that you purchase later on in the week or is it are you or are you going to redirect those fundings to something that supports your financial goal yeah i think that's that's key that's definitely key you say you share that with me a lot of times when i'm looking to kind of cut and spend you know save money in this particular area you say well what do you where's that money gonna go you know because just to be saving just to be saving kind of defeats the purpose you know because you're gonna save it and spend it somewhere else then is it really worth that sacrifice? You know, so I think that's, that's a great point. Yeah. And the sooner you redirect those funds, the better. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you turn on your phone, as soon as you go on your computer, what do you see? Ads. It's yeah. like you are programmed to buy, yeah. you're programmed to purchase. I'm waiting for a package right now, yeah. you know? So um, be purposeful, mm-hmm. be intentional. Yeah. And then that, it makes it rewarding. It makes the sacrifice worth it. It makes it more rewarding for sure. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus. And I wanted to pause really quickly to tell you a little bit about Audible. Audible is a leading seller and producer of spoken audio entertainment. And it's great for having your books on the go. I love Audible because it's right on your phone and you can play your favorite audio books wherever you are. Audible is giving our listeners an exclusive 30-day free trial just by clicking the link in our description. And guess what? They're going to throw in two free audiobooks. You don't want to miss that, y'all. Check it out. Now back to the show. Okay, this is a simple one. Okay. Okay, so someone writes, save money on rent by having interesting roommates. So I rented a room in a house with four other guys who had band practice every night until about 2 a.m., Oh, and I shared a room with an eel in my closet. I didn't read this first. <laughs> okay. This is this is getting interesting. That escalated quickly. Okay, it did. Okay. <laughs> I shared it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the catch was that it wasn't their eel. So maybe okay. they were uh, pet sitting. Right. Okay. So um, I lasted a year and my rent was only $200. So yeah, I suffered to save a few bucks. Rent in rent in the area at that time for a room was about five hundred dollars. Okay. So there, yeah. I think that's great. I think that's great, man. Uh, what is what have we shared so many times? Rent 
or your living expense is many times the largest expense you have. So if you can figure out a way to cut that down, I say any way you do that, I'm all for it. <laughs> yes. Even if that means sleeping with an electric eel. <laughs> oh, Lord. As long as it's not in your bed. I think. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, that was, yeah, I like that one. I like it. But it was like interesting roommates. It's so for me, you know, as a parent, I'm not just going to let anybody oh, no. into my house, you know, to save some money. But, you know, if you trust them, right. maybe you do your own background check. Check them out dot com. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it might really be a site. Um, you know, then maybe I, I think that uh, renting out a room is a great way to achieve your financial goals faster. And if you have extra space, it's cer- certainly something that I would look into. Fun fact, Shire. I believe you might be the one who shared it with me. But Airbnb was originally created for someone to rent rooms out. And we know that it's used for that purpose but not as much as it was intended for. Now we think of Airbnb as renting out your entire your entire home. But the original purpose of Airbnb was for people who have extra rooms to just rent out that one room. Mm-hmm. So um, not yeah. the whole house. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I just thought that was a fun fact. Yes. Okay. So another person says, "Don't go to the mall for two years." Um, they write, "This is definitely embarrassing. I didn't step foot inside of a mall for two years." About twelve, about twelve years ago. I like that. I like that, man. I mean, the mall. Uh, this is a funny story. We went, recently went to uh, a department store, and first of all, malls. The fact that she didn't go to a mall to save money—that's great. But there's just no one really goes to the mall anyway. Anymore, well, that, right? and she said it was twelve years ago. Yeah, I mean, we walked into a department store, and I was with my my son and my daughter, and I to my daughter and the lady who was working there she overheard it so I try to be funny sometimes I was like yeah Taylor this is a department store and when I was a child uh, we had many of these yes <laughs> it's like no one goes to the mall or to the department store anymore so yes but I think that's good that's I good. think it's good too watching where you go mm-hmm. because I mean rarely do I go to the mall and leave with no bags right it's like I at least got one even if it's a small bag, but the small bags are the ones that get you in trouble because a lot of times they've cost, you know, so much money. Um, but if you were to take this and bring that, you know, to 2020, stay off, that, yeah, stay off Amazon. that would look like staying off Amazon or, you know, um, being mindful of your, your Facebook time, right. Right. you know, so it, it would look differently, but I think the, the, the gist of it is there. Mm-hmm is to know where you're spending money and just minimizing the amount of time or just eliminating that altogether. Yeah, I think that's good. Let's get, let's get one more shot. You got one more for me? Yes, I do. Let's get it. And it's it's you. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's you. So what what is the biggest sacrifice that we've made when we were trying to pay off debt? Or if we were trying to reach a financial goal, what what do you think that would be? I think the single most critical move that we made was me work, uh, coming off a day shift and working nights, which eliminated the need for help uh, for uh, child care. Yes, child care. Yeah. And it was one of the biggest sacrifices because we don't see each other. We see each other when we're recording the podcast. Now. Yes. <laughs> 
I mean, you're about to go to work. Yeah. After yeah. this, you know. So that was a big one for us, you know. I would have to agree. Yeah. I, you know, working off shifts, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge for many reasons. I mean, we don't have childcare, so that means a parent is always with our kids, which I feel is valuable. It's great. Our kids, they don't get dropped off hardly anywhere you know they're with us yeah. and that's that's important a lot of people say well i want to retire so i can spend more time with with my child and we have plenty of time with them we so. definitely do <laughs> definitely. i need time away yes <laughs> um but you know it's it is a trade-off though because yeah. we don't see each other that often yeah. and then um i love you man oh <laughs> <laughs> um love you too um, and then our parenting styles, because sometimes our kids are learning to take advantage of that yes. because we parent very differently. And so, you, you know, but but at the same time, it's not that it's a, one set of rules with dad, it's another set of rules with mom. I mean, the rules are the same, but we just have such a different parenting style that when we come together, the kids, they don't know how to yeah, act. They don't know. Like, they don't know if they should act Christmas like. the boss? I forgot. <laughs> it's just different, you know, so that that's a challenge for us in parenting um, and working off shifts. But I, that for me is a huge sacrifice that we've made. But it's yeah. but it's come with, you know, some benefits, too. So yeah. it's been worth it. Yeah, it's definitely been worth it. Uh, I always wonder and we, we talk about it often when you're doing that. Is there an end goal in sight for us? I feel like we never really had an end goal other than the kids just becoming so old that it just makes no sense to do it anymore <laughs> yeah but other than that you know how what it, how important do you think it is for someone who's thinking about doing an off shift or a couple that's thinking about doing an off shift is it really important to have the the end goal in sight or is it just a conversation that should be organic and you guys should both just talk it through well i think the reality of the workforce is that many people work nights you know many people if you're in healthcare right, or you right. know you it's it's something that's common throughout society but to your point it's important to possibly have an end goal because what what uh, studies have found is that minorities are more likely to work night shift um, folks that work night shift they're more vulnerable to sleep deprivation and not having enough sleep and that comes with the whole host of other challenges and then of course uh, if you're working nights, depending on where you work, there's the the shift differential. How do you say that? Shift differential. Yes, yeah, in pay. Nice. So for some folks, it's like, oh, well, if I stay up late, you know, I'm right. going to make more money. So, so yeah, it's important to have an end goal. Mm-hmm. But if it's a lifestyle that you choose, because many people work nights. I right. mean, the world, I mean, we need night shift workers, yeah. you know, yeah. then it's important to find ways to prioritize your health and make sure that you're getting the sleep and rest that you need. Um, but for us, yeah, I don't know that we have an, an end goal. I know that as our kids will get, get older, it will be easier, yes. you know, on you, you'll get more sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that's a, a whole another thing is like, well, when I don't have the kids as a responsibility, I can really just sleep through the day and the night shift becomes a little bit easier at that point. But you know, we do we will have to address eventually uh and those of you who are thinking about doing this you will have to address the not being with each other you know what i mean that's that we don't like that part of it yeah we could do a whole <laughs> podcast on that like yeah. how to 
how yeah. to survive the night shift. But right. but yes, that has been a that's been a huge sacrifice. But it's been a sacrifice, and it's also been a blessing, you know, because yeah. it has helped us to to uh, cut our expenses and it helps us to pay off our debt. And this has been a great episode, Shine. This has been really great. Excited about 2020. Yes. And we hope you are as well. Yes. And you know, as in some of the stories that we were reading. It might take some sacrifice to reach the goals that you set, whether it's a financial goal or uh, something with your job or your health. You know, it will take sacrifice. Um, But if you are doing it with intentionality and you are being purposeful in what it is you're doing, then the sacrifice is worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we thank you all for checking out this episode of the Black Married and Deathly podcast. Until next time. Peace. Bye, everyone. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black Merit and Death Free podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.